Welcome to Live Your Full Life Now podcast. And uh, thank you for hanging in there and going. The this, this study is a little bit longer than the other studies because um, obviously there's different parts of our lives. And uh, for us to really understand how we can be successful in every area of our lives, we have to understand our motives behind it and the things that were in the way. So we were kind of just going over those during the, uh, be, you know, those first few teachings. And now we're actually getting into the areas. And we started the area of spirituality. And I um, told you guys that the first step is really to read the word of God. And um, I shared some scripture with you guys. But um, if, if you're somebody who's never read the word of God, or if you have, if you, you may not even have a Bible, right? <laughs> or you may have a Bible that is really hard to understand. I would highly recommend, I mean, thank God today with technology and our phones, you can really uh, get any version of the Bible on your phone. And um, I would suggest the NIV or New King James Version or NLT, um, New Living Translations. Those are really easier, way much easier to understand than the King James Version. Um, but if you want to stick with the King James Version, that's awesome. That's the original version. That's the original uh, writing of, uh, of the Bible. So uh, whatever uh, will help you guys understand the Bible better, choose that version. And... Um, so now, now that you know that it's important to read the Word of God, you need to carve out some time. And you might start with little time. Maybe start with um, 5 to 10 minutes a day in the morning when you wake up. I think, honestly, the best time to spend time in God's presence is before we start our day. Because a lot of people try to do it when their day is done and they want to go to bed. And honestly, they're done too. Physically, mentally, they're exhausted. And while they're praying or they want to read the Bible, they fall asleep. But in my opinion, it's, it's kind of a tide of our day to give that little time to God in the morning. Because guess what? We're asking for his help and direction while we're praying and we're going before the creator of the world. And think about how now we have help to live that day. He'll give us wisdom of the things that maybe we wanted to do, but we shouldn't be doing. Or maybe we were going to, we were going to devote so much time to doing this and, and God was going to help us and we didn't have to devote that much time. I don't know. I, I'm honestly, it's. Like when you have God's help in your everyday life, your day goes by so much smoother and so much easier. You do, and you, you encounter favor wherever you go. So I highly recommend if you don't have that habit, start with five to 10 minutes a day, really early in the morning when you wake up. Like the first thing you do, I get my cup of coffee and I start spending time in the ward. But um, it's up to you guys, whatever you feel it, it works for you best. I feel like the best the best time is in the morning because then... I surrender everything I was going to do that day to God, and it tremendously helps me. Um, so the second thing that you want to do, well, before I go to the second thing, is somebody who's completely new to this, they might say, okay, so I got my Bible. I got the version that I can understand. Where do I start? Like there's Old Testament, New Testament. I don't even know where to start. They usually say for people that are new to the Bible, start in the book of John. Because that's the story of Jesus. Okay, so start in the book of John and read all the way through. And then you can start again the New Testament or you can start reading the Old Testament so you can understand everything from the time of creation. So that's your second step, right? Um, I'm sorry, that's, that's the first step is to be in the Word. Your second step is prayer. So prayer is not, you know, some people, I've heard them say, I don't even know how to pray. I don't even know how to go to God. What do I say? How do I address him? Honestly, prayer is just talking to God, although it's simple, but it's also so profound because talking to God, just imagine for a second, 
going before the creator of the world, he created everything in heavens and earth and everything in it for you or for me to be able to go before him who is so amazing. Um, you know, there's so many different names for, for God. It says the, in the Bible, it says King of glory, King of kings, Lord of lords. He who lives in an unapproachable light, uh, the father of the heavenly lights, the creator of all things. Um, so I would start by addressing him because that puts your mind in the right perspective of who you are and who God is. Okay, so maybe start by acknowledging who he is. Um, and the second thing is, I think it's a good idea, even though if you're a Christian and follower of Christ, the minute you receive Christ as your Lord and Savior, his blood that was shed on the cross, wipe out all your sins, past, present, future. And um, so there's no reason to uh, continually feel guilty, but I highly recommend confessing your sins daily. I do that because it's not that God hasn't forgiven us. It is really for our own good because the Bible says if you come before him, you will receive if you're coming with a clear conscience. So if I've sinned and I know I've sinned and I haven't confessed for my sin, I'm going before God guilty. And if I feel guilty, I'm not going to receive subconsciously. I'm not going to be expecting my prayers to be answered. So for my own good and you guys for your own good every day, say, Lord, if I have sinned since last time I confessed, please forgive my sins and any damage that that sin did, please wipe it out. Any brokenness it caused, please heal that brokenness. And if there's anything in me that causes me to sin, please remove it from me. So I think that's a good way to start, kind of with a clean slate, because the Bible says that his grace is renewed every day. And it also says that God is faithful and just. And every time we confess our sins, uh, our sins are forgiven. So um, that's how I would start. And then um, the second thing is you start praying and tell God what's on your heart and what's on your mind and what do you need help with and what do you need direction with. And then also give thanksgiving. Thanksgiving, like acknowledge God for all the blessings in your life, all the good things, because we, I mean, I used to be that, but you just go about your day and taking honestly everything for granted. Like we kind of feel entitled to this, you know, great life that we have. But once I became more aware, you know, I even thank God for water, because imagine if your water is shut off one day, how are you going to feel? <laughs> you can't take a shower. You can't wash your clothes. You can't brush your teeth. You can't make your coffee. You can't drink water. Um, I mean, maybe you can if you buy water, but a lot of people use filtered water. Um, anyway, like that's just one thing. We can thank God for that. I mean, the fact that you have your senses, you know, maybe you, if you have, you can see and you can walk and you have a roof over your head and you have a car to drive. And, you know, there's tons of things that we can be thankful to God for. And let's not focus on what's wrong in our lives and forget the million things that are right and just focus on what's wrong and complain about that. Yes, absolutely. You can talk to God about what's wrong and ask for help and direction and wisdom. But at the same time, give thanks, be grateful and thankful for everything that is right in your life. And honestly, it will make you feel better. It will change your perspective on life. So that's the second part. So the first part was to read the word of God. The second was to pray. And the third part is you have to be part of a community. And there's two parts to that. The part of a community is means you got to be going to church. And you might say, no, I don't. Yes, you do. <laughs> the Bible says so. Uh, why is that? Because you 
when you're part of a community together, worshiping God and learning about God, there is something that happens in that place of worship. And it's in the Bible. It's biblical. Hebrews 10, 24 through 25 says, let us consider how we may spur one another on toward love and good deeds, not giving up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging one another. And all the more as you see the day approaching. So you might say, well, you know what? I don't really need to go to church because I watch the program online or I watch a service or a mass on TV and that's good enough for me. Well, you're still missing on that fellowship with other believers, that community of believers that comes together and worships God and learns about God. And honestly, you have no idea while you're walking who's praying for you. I've done that. People have walked past me. I don't even know them, but God puts it in my heart to pray for them. So you're missing out on that as well, right? And it's such an uplifting feeling when you're in the company of other believers, all of them together worshiping God and singing and learning about God. Um, so it's something that's vital for us. That's where that's another way that you feed your spirit, your, your soul, right? Um, and then there's another way of meeting. So just going to church, that's one part of it. The other part is you have to be part of a small group, a group of, if you're a woman, if women that meet together or men that meet together, if you're, if you're a male or maybe it's a co-ed group or Whatever it is, you need to be part of believers that come together. Together, they want to learn about the Word of God. And um, that's even in the Bible as well. Acts 2, 46 through 47 says, Every day they continued to meet together in the temple courts. They broke bread in their homes and ate together with glad and sincere hearts, praising God and enjoying the favor of all the people. And the Lord added to their number daily, those who were being saved. So this is the, you know, when Christianity was just being spread, the beginning churches, right? This is how they met. And what is a church? Church is really an assembly of believers, right? So not only you have to go to church to hear the word, but also you have to meet together with other believers and do some kind of Bible study. This is how you're going to dig in deeper. This is where you're going to ask questions. This is when somebody's going to make a comment about how they understood it and it's going to stick with you. And, you know, this is how Holy Spirit, you know, um, encourages people to talk and say things. And uh, you will hear uh, the word of God through other people. And you won't hear that if you're in your own home by yourself, just listening to a service. So you will totally receive God's blessings um, by not just knowing the word of God, by not just you know, um, reading the word, but also by praying, but also by going to church and also by meeting together with other believers. This is how you're going to make this a solid foundation where now the word of God, you're taking a hold of it. It's being deposited in your heart and it's going to start changing. First of all, it's going to heal your brokenness. Whatever is broken in your soul that's causing you pain, it's going to heal that. And it's going to replace that with the fruit of the spirit, which is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Would you not want to have these things? These come from the spirit of God when you receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior. And you might say, well, what if I have problems? You can still have problems. But these are the fruit of the spirit that will be working in you. And while you have these amazing qualities, 
God is working on your problems. And at the same time, he will direct and give you wisdom on what you need to do, what your part is, and he will empower you. Because sometimes I say, well, he's telling me to do it, but I'm not doing it. But trust me, the more you get in the word, your change will become effortless. You're automatically changing from inside out without you even trying. Okay, I mean, the only thing you're trying is to grow spiritually closer to God. But all the good changes will come because of the word of God being planted in you. You know, Jesus said, if a man remains in me and I in him, he will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. He also said before that was, uh, I am the vine, you, you are the branches. And then it says, if a man remains in me and I in him, he will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. So this is God's plan for your life, guys, for you to have success in every area of your lives. But you're not going to have that success on your own, doing your own things, being your own God in your life. You're going to have that success by digging into the word of God, spending time with God, with Bible, his word, with other believers at church. Um, I'm not saying like drop your life, stop going to work, stop taking care of your family and spend all your day at church. That's not what God wants us. He absolutely wants us to have jobs and be working at those things. Like, you know, not everybody's called to be a pastor or a missionary, right? I mean, you can do volunteer work at church if you want to. But for you to grow spiritually closer to God and have success in your life, so you don't have to do this by yourself, so you have God's help on your side, these are the absolute four things that you have to do. But again, you can start small. Like I said, start with spending five to ten minutes a day. Start by going to church once a week, not watching the service from your home, actually going to church. And if a church doesn't work for you, try another church. Keep trying till you find the right church for you. Um, and then try small groups. If this first group doesn't sit right with you, try another one. Keep going. Don't give up. Persevere till you find that right small group that is right for you and start growing in your relationship with God. And honestly, you will see amazing things happening in your lives. So I think the area of spirituality, we pretty much covered it. So I'm going to finish this teaching here and we'll pick up on a different area of our life that we want to improve on. So until then, God be with you and God bless you.